Good morning, church. It's my pleasure to stand before you this morning to bring you the word of God. I thank the set man of the house for giving us the permission for borrowing his pulpit to be able to share what God has laid on my heart. As is our practice in Grace Assembly, I'm going to ask you to remain standing for the word of God, which this morning is found in Luke 19, and I'm going to be reading from verses 3 to 5. Now, our standard version in this church is the New King James Version, but for the purposes of this sermon, I'm going to ask you to please allow me to read from the Amplified Version of the Bible. Luke 19, and we're going to be reading from verses 3 to 5, the Amplified Version of the Bible. And I read here, Zacchaeus was trying to see who Jesus was, but he could not see because of the crowd for he was short in stature. So he ran on ahead of the crowd and climbed up on a sycamore tree in order to see him, for he was about to pass through that way. When Jesus reached the place, that's where Zacchaeus was, perched on a tree, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, hurry and come down, for today I must stay at your house. Amen. Is it in your Bible? Yeah, it is in your Bible. Amen. Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for the privilege of worship, especially physically, which we have longed for for a while. Father, Lord, the gathering of the saints, it will produce anointing. It will produce great breakthrough. And let it not be different this morning in the name of Jesus. He said, one, where one or two are gathered, there you will be. This morning we know that, Lord, you are here with us. And not only come and visit us, but you will stay in our different homes this morning in the name of Jesus. The experience of Zacchaeus so many years ago shall be ours today in Jesus' mighty name we are praying. And the people of God said a better amen. I'm going to invite you to please be seated. But anywhere in the sermon that you think that the Spirit leads you, you want to shout, you want to praise God, please do so, because that is the benefit of us worshiping together. I think it was Pastor Etefia that said it last week, that when you are home, you say, oh God, I wish we were together so I can praise, so I can dance. Now we are together, you have an opportunity to praise and dance. Once again, I salute the set man of the house, I salute his wife, I salute all the pastors, and to all those who are listening to me through any device in any part of the world, I ask that God will bless you also in the name of Jesus. Now, only last week, the man of God shared a vital word which declared this season as that of laughter. Now, if you are like me, when you are coming to church, I was wondering what the man of God was going to speak about. And I was very happy when he focused on this topic of laughter. Because for the last few months, many of us have been unhappy. Many of us have been crying. Many of us have been weeping. But God says that you will not end this year in that weeping in the name of Jesus. Laughter is going to come to your house in the mighty name of Jesus. So consequently, I particularly like the thrust of Pastor Etefia's message on Wednesday. When he challenged all of us, the question he asked us was that if we were uh, like Mary, how would this thing be? So when the man of God said there's going to be laughter this season, your question should be, how will this happen? And I, Pastor Tafia took us through 
on Wednesday and talked about the Sarah in all of us. Wonderful message. If you didn't listen to it, I'm going to strongly recommend it to you. Taking a cue from what the senior pastor started last week. This week or this morning, I'm going to go in that same vein. I'm going to ask, how will this thing be? How will my laughter be guaranteed towards the end of this year? We have entered the months that people call ember months. And for some, they say it will be a casting down, but for us, it will be a lifting up. I said it will be a lifting up in the name of Jesus. Some people are scared of going into this month. You will not expire this year in the name of Jesus. The year will expire, but you will not expire in the name of Jesus. And not only will you not expire, but you will, you will see the end of this year in laughter in the name of Jesus. And therefore, this morning, by the grace and mercy of God, I'm going to be sharing on a word I have titled, Lifting. 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 And you're probably asking me, what has Zacchaeus climbing a tree got to do with lifting? We will join the dots together today in the name of Jesus. Now, Zacchaeus was a top official of the Federal Inland Revenue Service. You know that. He worked for FIRS after he had left LIRS. And many of us don't like those guys. We want to pay our tax, but sometimes we think that they overcharge us. Hello, are you like me? Sometimes when they slap me with a bill, I say, where from? They came to my office some time ago, and they came in a big bus to audit my account. I say, hello, how much do I have? A whole bus. Hello. So, <laughs> they came to the church of these two. The boss. I said, how much? How much? Do you come and audit? Is there anybody working in FRS here? Let me pray for you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Now, the Bible describes him as a rich man. All right? A man of means and property. He had access and he was dreaded, if not loved, by his people. But despite his wealth and privilege, he had a single desire. And what was that desire? He wanted to see who Jesus was. The message version says he desperately wanted to see Jesus. Now, what is your desire? What's your desperate desire? Some of us want to buy the latest car. Some of us want to live in the best town of town. Some of us, I don't know what your desire is. But the Bible tells us that Zacchaeus had one desperate need. He wanted to see who Jesus was. He had heard about this Jesus. Somebody had told him about the Jesus. And he said, despite all my wealth, I need to see who this Jesus was. Hallelujah. Please stay with me this morning. Let's go on. But despite Zacchaeus' means, he had two significant challenges. The first was the huge crowd that surrounded Jesus. When Jesus was going, huge crowd. He was this same Jesus that had 5,000 people following him. 4,000 people following him. And you can imagine 4,000 people going with one person. But that was the first challenge. The second challenge, as if that the first wasn't enough, was that he was short in stature. SMG, short man. Mm. Don't let me call that one in church. Now, is that not the story of many of us? You are short on something. You are short on money. You are short on your rent. You are short on your relationship. 
You are short on business ideas. You are short on your partnerships. Is there not somewhere you are short? Before we begin to talk about Zacchaeus, ponder. And that's the first critical dimension of this sermon this morning. I want you to take a minute to reflect on what you are short of. There's something you may be doing well in another area, but there's a particular area or there are particular areas that you are short of. Forget about the clothes we're wearing. We all look good on Sunday morning. Well done. Well turned out. But there's something that we're short of. What is it this morning that you're short? Just spend a minute. Just say, God, in this area, I am short of this. Just spend one minute. Just one minute. Just say, Lord, I am short of this. In this particular area, I know I am short. I have come up short. I have tried severally. But somehow or the other, I've come up short. Every time I try some new business, something happens. Sometimes it's a relationship. Something happens. I don't know what it is. But I want to believe that God, by his mercies, everywhere that you are short of, so that you will laugh till the end of this year, he will make it come to pass in the name of Jesus. You will experience abundance in the name of Jesus. Keep that prayer somewhere and I'm going to be asking you to keep on praying it throughout this season so that your laughter will be complete in the name of Jesus. Now let's take this further. For Zacchaeus to overcome his challenges of seeing Jesus, he broke away from the crowd. Man of God, he broke away from the crowd. Bible tells us that he ran ahead. Pastor, you know the problem with many of us? We want to remain with the crowd. We want to stay with the crowd. Concerning Abraham, God said, separate yourself from Lot. If you do not separate yourself, nothing ain't gonna happen. And many of us, God has given you a distinct instruction. Move from there and you are remaining there. You are staying in that partnership. And then you are blaming God that nothing is happening to you. Bible tells us that he broke, he ran ahead of the crowd. He separated himself from the crowd. Even beyond that, we need to separate ourselves even from our own crowd sometimes, even from our family. How many of us take time to pray? My late mom, and pastor knows, because sometimes he was there, my late mom would lock herself up three days 70-something-year-old woman. Three days, no food, no water. She will lock herself up in her room. We are busy making noise outside. We are busy going to parties. One day I had to call pastor. Pastor, come and talk to your mother. She wants to kill herself. You know what she said? She said to him, she said, Pastor, let me do it now. Because if any of these children die, that food that they are insisting that I should eat, I will not be able to eat it. She separated herself. Even from her own family. Some of us who cannot separate ourselves for even a day. For even three hours. And you won't break through. Hello. Am I speaking volumes this morning? Three days. And to, the, to her glory, she never buried any of her children. She's been dead going on nine to ten years. We are still waxing strong. So that the work that she has done we are in credit 
even when she's gone, because you know what? She separated herself so that she got strength. Some, somebody here under the sound of my voice, you need to separate yourself. You need to separate yourself unto God so that he can give you strength for breakthrough. And it will happen to you in the name of Jesus. Are we talking this morning? Why don't you like me? Mm. Now, Zacchaeus did something that many Christians, today Christians, they fail to use, they fail to do. I'm sorry to say. When Zacchaeus said, I have a problem, I want to see Jesus, but I can't get there. The first thing he did, he didn't pray in tongues. He didn't look for any pastor to anoint him. He knew that God that gives the vision always makes a provision. So what did he do? He looked around him and the first thing he saw was a tree. When he ran ahead, he used his, what do we call it? Medulla oblongata that was given by God. Some of us would have been there praying, Father, in the name of Jesus, let this Jesus come my way. He says he has given you everything pertaining to what? Life. So he ran let me tell you why. Because in Grace Assembly, we teach what we call intelligent Christianity. I like the way my pastor puts it. He said, wisdom is the principal thing. After you have prayed, after you have fasted, you better act. You better do something. My favorite scripture is that when, and you, some of you know it, when until the feet of the priest, priest bearing the ark touch the edge of the Jordan, it didn't part. The only experience they had of the river parting was with Moses. And what did Moses do? He stretched a rod. So if they were waiting for somebody to stretch a rod, somebody was already abusing Joshua. Where is your rod? Where is your staff? Didn't know that God was going to work in a new dimension. May I, may I prophesy to you this morning that God is going to work in a new dimension in your life in the name of Jesus. The fact that he did it to person A or person B in a certain remind way doesn't mean that's the way he's going to do it to you. Because God is a great God. He does whatever he wants to do it. Any way that he wants to do it. Hallelujah. I thought somebody was going to clap for Jesus this morning. Are you still with me? For Zacchaeus to get there, he needed to think. He needed to decide. He needed to be decisive. He didn't prevaricate. He didn't deter. He acted boldly, regardless of what anybody said. He was a rich man, yet he climbed the tree. In all the finery of his robe, he climbed the tree. Stop waiting for people's applause. Stop seeking people's approval. There is only one applause and approval that matters, and that is one of God. Say so one with God is a majority. It's not in the Bible, but guess what? Me, if I stand with God, I know that I have majority. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you still with me this morning or where are you? You are still with me. Now, for us to end this year. Now, let me, let me, let me put it like this. Immediately that God, Zacchaeus then climbed the tree. He experienced an instant lifting. Immediately he climbed the tree. So let us assume that Zacchaeus was five feet. Immediately he climbed the tree. He was elevated to what? Maybe eight or nine feet. Somewhere he had never seen in his life. 
when he wore platforms, he didn't give him that view. But he was immediately elevated. Now, let me tell you what happened with that instant lifting. His perspective changed. He could see better and he could see further. He had a vantage view of all sides. He was no longer pressed on all sides. He was no longer struggling with the crowd. God had made room for him. Does that not sound like what you want from God? No more struggling. You need room. You have an expanse. You can move around just by lifting himself up. He had little or no competition. He could see Jesus coming five miles up. While some people were still struggling, he could see Jesus coming. He was no, he was no longer susceptible to the same changes that the crowd on ground had. He had been elevated. He had been lifted up. He had been elevated. My prayer for you, people of God, as you listen to me this morning, towards the end of this year, so that your laughter will be complete, you will be elevated in the name of Jesus. You will be lifted up in the name of Jesus. Ah, for us to end this year in laughter, we need a measure of lifting from God. None of us should be satisfied with where we are. No matter how good it seems, we need to be lifted. Somewhere, someplace, somehow, you need some lifting. If you have been truthful to yourself this morning, you need some lifting. I need a lot of lifting. I need a lot of lifting. I'd like to pray more. I'd like to separate myself more. I'd like the word of God to precise to me and for me more I'd like to win more I'd like to struggle less God I do need some lifting preach to one or two people and say be lifted look to three more people say lifted you know maybe there's one more customer say be lifted <sighs> now let me quickly discuss the advantages of being lifted one it gives you a vantage view of whatever is going on. When you are struggling, you can't see. Whenever you are struggling, you can't, you know, hello, am I talking to someone? Whenever you are struggling, down there, there was that man, the blind man, pastor preached about him a few weeks ago. He was in the dust. There's no way he could have seen ahead. I said, Oh, no one sorrow. Talika no idea. Idea will only. If you are up there, you have a vantage view. Two, if you are lifted, it distinguishes you, it separates you. You are no longer with the crowd. You are separated. There were people around Jesus. There was a crowd the Bible tells us. How come Jesus didn't see them? How come he was a man on a tree that he saw? Because you that blended with the scenery, all of a sudden, you became distinguished. You became separated. It, 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 it promotes you. When you are lifted, it promotes you. Ask Joseph. When you get to heaven, he will tell you it promotes you. It rewards you beyond all expectation. Hallelujah. Look, what man of God, all Zacchaeus wanted to do was to see Jesus. 
all. That's all. That was his life ambition. Not only did he see Jesus, Jesus spent that evening in his house. That's pushed, uh, uh, pressed down, shaking together, and running over. Believe you me, there were some people who were inviting Jesus to their house, and he didn't come. He was this guy. I'm talking to you this morning. You struggle less and you enjoy more. When you are lifted, you struggle less and you enjoy more. Hmm. How can you be lifted? Let me quickly share a few tips. Your gift. How do I become lifted? Because let's go back to where we started. The man of God started the word. And we that were following with him, we are now breaking it down to nuggets so that you can begin to uh, 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 um, what do you call it? Digested. How? Your gifting. Bible says in Proverbs 18, 16, I believe, it says that a man's gift makes room for him. A man's gift makes room for him. So if you are not walking your gift, there's no room for you up there. I'm sorry. If you have your gift and you're hiding your gift, you are no better than the servant that was given one talent and he went to bury it. If you are not exercising your gift, and I dare say even in the house of God. Mm, mm. Two. Grace. Grace. How can you be lifted? Grace. What is grace? Unmerited favor. Let me explain it like this. If you are operating in more effort than reward, grace is absent. There's something wrong. Because Bible, Jesus said, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Yoruba put it like this. said, kita kita odola. Kashishebi eruko dinko Translated, hustling. Some of you say, wait, are they hustle? They don't they even have a way they put it. Not are they hustle, are they hustle? Hustle is not of God. Hello? Do you hear me this morning? I said, hustle, hustle is not of God. That's not God's plan for you. If you are hustling, there's something wrong. You are walking outside grace. Hello? Hustling does not necessarily translate to wealth. Slaving away can amount to nothing. It is only God that lifts it up. I like the way my pastor puts it. He says, if all you have can be easily explained, then there's no God there. If somebody takes the measure of what you have, everything from the beginning to the end, then there's no God there. Hallelujah. But if you cannot explain it, I don't even know how this happened. Where is this? How I, because I added it yesterday. I added it today. It still did not make it one. It did not make it one. My mother-in-law has three daughters. And all of them doing well. Doing well. Doing well. And when you ask her, he says, how? Say, I don't know. It's only the grace of God. It's only the grace of God. By one grace or the other, I just don't know. I can't tell you that I did it. She will always tell you that. She doesn't know. 
And 2 Corinthians 12, 9 says, And he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you. My strength is made perfect in your weakness. Therefore, most gladly, I would rather boast in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. The Amplified Version puts it like this, But he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you. My loving kindness and mercy are more than enough. Always available. Regardless of the situation. Regardless of the fact that you started 2020 in deficit, it is still available for you. Regardless of the fact that Corona caught up with you and has locked you down for six months, it is still available. And guess what? It is sufficient for you. Hallelujah. My power is being perfected and completed and shows itself most effectively in your weakness. I don't know how God, God has a way of working with broken vessels. He never goes for people who have strength. Check the Bible. If you have strength, somehow or the other, God doesn't work with you. He usually works with those who are broken. He usually works with the rejects. He usually works with those who started in minus. But they will end in abundance in the name of Jesus. Therefore, I will all the more gladly boast in my weakness. So that the power of Christ may completely enfold me, enfold and dwell with me. That's the amplified version. Number three, character. Let me tell you something. Prayer can never give you what character denies you. Did you hear me? Prayer cannot give you what character denies you. We are talking of being uplifted. Hmm. That is why when you come to Christ, you must be born again. Putting on a new man and throwing away the old man. To be lifted, we must prepare ourselves for where we are going. There's something called the weight of glory. And many people get crushed under it. To be a leader is not the same as being in a position of leadership. There are some people who have found themselves in a position of leadership, but they are not leaders. And that is why many of the things that is going on in our country is where it is. You must prepare to be a leader not struggle to be in a position of leadership. Another day we'll talk about that. Mm. It says to us that in Galatians 5, 22 to 23, for the spirit, for the fruit of the spirit is what? Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. And against this, there is no law. So you've got to check yourself against those things that I'm talking about. Three, position. Any position you find, number four, I beg your pardon. Any position you find yourself ultimately is designed for your uplifting. Instead of you grumbling about where you are, about what you do not have, look for the opportunity in the position that God has given to you. Many of us are want to complain. Oh, they did me this. Oh, I got the wrong that. Oh, I, I, I did not know my father. Oh, I did not. Look, guess what? Any position you find yourself, if you need to be uplifted, look for the opportunity in that position. Look for the sycamore tree. There's a sycamore tree around you. <laughs> Esther, use that position as a case for people. God never makes a mistake. If he has put you there, it is for a purpose. Number six, I will talk to you, oh, number five, I beg your pardon. Location. 
Your location is very important. Extremely important. Time will fail me to talk about Isaac. How he sold in Gerar in Genesis 26 and the Lord blessed him a hundredfold. If you notice that when God wants to do something, he will tell them, go to this place. Even when Jesus was leaving, he spoke to the disciples and said, go to Jerusalem. Are you in your right location? Some people, they hop churches. Ah, the church next door is trending. Then you move there. Then the next one, then you move there. Then the next one, you move there. Hello. So that when God sends somebody with your address, send your blessing, address to your, with your name to Grace Assembly. He has, she left how many years ago? Stop fading. Stop trending. Remain where God has asked you to remain. No matter how difficult it is for you. Only a few people are capping. They don't like me. It doesn't matter. I'll speak the truth. <laughs> oh, so I, I, I'm just I'm, I'm I'm going to round up shortly. And if you, I, I want to talk about finally people to uplift you. People, Bible says to us in its class Ecclesiastes four ten. If either of them falls, that Bible was talking about two is better than one. The the one lift up his companion. But woe unto him who is alone when he falls and does not have another to lift him up. When I had, when I had, uh, or when I, what? COVID, the subscribe to COVID. I, I had somebody I could call who gathered an army around me. Because perhaps at that time, I did not even have strength to pray. And last week, our sister... Um, talked about uh, Brother Ash, Minister Asher, how he prayed. How are you working your relationships? You know, sometimes some people you have access to some people who can lift you up, and you go and ask for a pittance. You don't understand me. You have access to some people who can change your destiny, and you're asking them for a recharge card. God has asked that person to take you to where you are going. You're asking the person for transport fare. You abort your destiny completely. When somebody puts you, you know, I always talk to you. This man sitting here, he was my friend. We were friends. When I say friends, when I saw and I recognized that God had sent him into my life for a purpose, I was calling him by his first name. We were friends. I changed. When he calls me, I say, Sir. They know in my office when my pastor calls. Even when I'm sitting, I'll stand up. Even though he doesn't see me. Morning, sir. Why? I quickly recognize the role God has assigned for him to play. If I continue to hold him as a friend. Permit my Yoruba. You got to recognize what role somebody is playing in your life. What has God assigned that person to do in your life? And you've got to use that person appropriately. Don't ask for the charge. 
when you can ask for a facility. Hallelujah. Amen. Let me introduce me to some men with means. You see how I deal with them. Hallelujah. I don't mind if I have to walk from here to Ikoyi. But I will not organize yourself. I like Wali. If you see the way Wali dresses, you will not agba. Organize yourself. We'll talk about that another day altogether. Let me round up mine. I have a number of closing scriptures I just want to introduce to you. It says in Job 20, uh, 30, 22a, it says, lift me up. You lift me up on the wind and cause me to ride upon it. It says in Psalm 40, verse 2, he also brought me out of a horrible pit, out of the mammary clay, and set my feet on solid ground. He said in Isaiah 40, 31, but those who wait on their Lord, who expect to look for and hope in him, will gain new strength and renew their power. They will lift up their wings and rise up close to God like eagles rising towards the sun. Is anybody here that wants to be lifted up in the name of Jesus? They will run and never become weary. To you, Lord, I lift up my soul. Psalm 25 verse 1. The Lord makes poor and makes rich. He brings low and he lifts up. And you will be lifted up in the name of Jesus. But God is the judge. That is 1 Samuel chapter 2 verse 7. He says, I will lift up my eyes to the hills of Jerusalem. Where shall my help come? Psalm 12 verse 1. Hmm. I'm going to end now. But let me end where I started. Let's go back to the beginning. I need music. I need music. I need choruses. I need it. Because I can't sing. I'm still, that's one of my, uh, what's that one? My, my shut off. My shut off. I can't sing. But I'm believing God before the end of this year. I will join the choir. I will sing a solo. If you clap for me or not, pastor will still clap for me. I'm believing God. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me end where I started. So he made haste, that's Zacchaeus, and received him joyfully. But when they saw it, they all complained. <clears throat> he has gone to be a guest with a man who is a sinner. Alright. Then Zacchaeus stood and said to the Lord, Lord, look Lord, I give half of my goods to the poor. And if I have taken anything away from anyone by false accusation, FRS, are you hearing that scripture? I will restore fourfold. NIRS, are you hearing? You know that scripture, all right? And Jesus said to him, Today, today, salvation has come to this house because he also is a son of Abraham for the man of what the son of man has come to seek and save that which was lost. Now, as Zacchaeus was leading Jesus to his house, now this is my own interpretation, the crowd, they were stunned. Here was a man who started from a disadvantaged position. Whatever he had could not give him what he wanted. But all of that changed once he experienced a lifting. Somehow, he had beat the odds against him. He instantly, he instantly, I beg your pardon, broke into a song. And the same crowd that had resisted him had no choice. 
to join in that song. And I'm asking you to sing that song today. It goes on. Who has the final say? Oh, yeah, now. Ah, Kiloji. If uh, you are still sitting down. of God, the final say for you this year is laughter. Amen. I don't like your amen. I like the way Pastor Evelyn says, say your amen is under construction. I said the final say, the final report for you in 2020 as you are under the sound of my voice will be laughter in the name of Jesus. Amen. You will experience lifting up in the name of Jesus. No matter how long you have stayed in the position, you are set for new things. This COVID that thought it will embarrass you, it will be the turning point for you in the name of Jesus. From this moment onward, the word of God, as we stand on this altar, which says laughter will come our way. Each and every one that is under the sound of my voice, you will experience laughter in the name of Jesus. And so shall it be in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, in the name of the Holy Spirit. But if you are doing something, you must first accept Christ. You cannot be lifted up. You cannot come into that congregation if you have not accepted Christ. If you know that you are not born again, we talked about the new man. I need you wherever you are, at home, wherever you are, just reconcile with God today. Said, Lord, I acknowledge my sin. I am a sinner. But this morning I want to be lifted. I want laughter to end my 2020. And therefore, I dedicate my life to you. I put off the old man. I confess my sin. And I ask that Lord forgive me of all my transgressions. I am a new man in you. I'm a new creature in you. Accept me in the name of Jesus. Wherever you are, if you are that person, just type something. We will get back to you. Give us your telephone number and our counselors will be speaking to you this morning. If you want to bring your, I believe some of you are not in church. You are just listening on somewhere, wherever you are. Just send a text to us. Give us your telephone number. Say, I want to give my life to Christ. And then somebody will get in touch with you. Somebody will speak to you. And may the rest of us, may the Lord bless us in Jesus mighty name Amen. do something for me again practice your laughter Amen. hallelujah Amen. hallelujah Amen. 